Amen, amen, amen. Psalm, Psalm 137. Psalm 137. One of my favorite, one of my favorite scriptures. This morning I want to deal with just one line of Psalm 137, and that line is verse 4. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? That's, that's what I want to talk about. Psalm 137, verse 4. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Just for a few minutes. Let me talk from this subject, singing in strange places. Singing in strange places. When you really think about it, one of the strangest things about our great salvation is that God sent his only begotten son to save us. And then after he saved us, he left us here to live out our salvation in a world that has no regard for him or for our salvation. It's amazing. He saved us and then left us here to live in a crazy world. Life would be so much simpler if when he saved us, he had immediately taken us out of this world and placed us in a kingdom with other saved folk. Life would have been a whole lot easier, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be amazing if God, when he saved you, had just put you in a place with a whole lot of other saved folk? You had to worry about all this shooting and going on. If he just put you in a place where everybody else was just like you. But he leaves us here. He leaves us here. Saved our souls and fitted them for the sky. But then he left us here in this world. And the closer we get to him, the closer we get to him, the closer we get to his return. I know that you notice and I notice the stranger this world gets. But as strange as it gets, as strange as it gets, the church must keep on praising God. No matter how bad it seems, you and I must always have a praise on our lips. Yeah, 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 yeah. When, when he, 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 in the midst of civil rights being thrown out the window, we got to keep right on praising God. We find ourselves bracing to refight battles that we thought had been won a long time ago. But we got to keep right on praising God. Thought Jim Crow was dead. <laughs> he was just playing possum. And we just got to keep on praising 
God. Yet in the midst of all this strangeness, God leaves you and I here saying, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. He leaves us here in this strange place saying, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye land, serve the Lord with gladness. In the midst of all of this, he still expects you and I to make a joyful noise. I just got laid off my job, make a joyful noise. I just lost my house, make a joyful noise. My child is on drugs and I don't know where he is. Make a joyful noise. My doctors have given up on me and say it's just a matter of time. Yeah, make a joyful noise. If you can relate, if you can relate to what I'm saying, if you, you, you can feel that, if you, yeah, if that makes you feel a little uncomfortable, if that's something seems wrong with that, then you can feel what the people of God must have been feeling here in this text. How shall we sing the Lord's song? In this strange land. We look back at the history of Judah. Spans some 345 years from 931 B.C. to 586 B.C. And during that period, there was a total of 20 kings that sat on the throne. Of these 20 Eight were characterized, only eight were characterized as doing that what was right in the sight of God. The other 12 were characterized, yeah, that, 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 that they did that that was evil in God's sight. Seeing that, that the nation was getting further and further from God. And it was during the latter years that the prophet Jeremiah tried to warn them saying, y'all better get it right, judgment. Is coming. Word says that King Jehoiakim took the prophet's writings and, and, and threw them in the fire. Jeremiah's all he's trying to do is warn the folk. King is so wicked that he took the things that he wrote, threw them in the fire. But it wasn't long before God allowed the Babylonian army under the leadership of Nebuchadnezzar to invade Jerusalem and take all of them, take some 10,000 people to slavery. So now they find themselves enslaved in Babylon. Judah was utterly destroyed. Jerusalem was totally ruined. Solomon's temple, which was the source of national pride, it was reduced to ashes. And now this proud but rebellious people find themselves enslaved. Find themselves not only enslaved, but they're in a foreign land. When we come to the text, it describes a day in the life of enslaved people, people who, or who at once had it all, at one time had it all, and God has chosen, and now they, they are still God's chosen people but they find themselves in a strange place. Are y'all hearing me? They find themselves in a place where their freedom has been stripped away and they have nobody to blame but themselves. 
Look at their response. Look at their response to these circumstances. They're in a strange place. They're in a place, yeah, yeah, away from their homeland. And my brothers and my sisters, let me tell you something. That is really what sets us apart. The thing that sets us apart as children of God is the way we respond in times of trial. Are y'all hearing me? We, we, yeah, the truth to be told, brothers and sisters, we face trials just like everybody else. But the difference is the way we respond to being or going through our trials. Let's look at how they responded to being in this rough place. Look at how they responded. By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. They they're sitting around, they're reminiscing, they're reminiscing, they're having fond memories of how things used to be. Well, I sort of understand, I sort of understand, because in my own life, when, yeah, whenever, when, when trouble time comes in my life, I, I, I can soothe myself by thinking about when it was better. <laughs> when things get a little tough, I, I sort of soothe myself by just sort of sitting down thinking about how good things used to be, how I, 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 yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm in the, in the midst of toil and danger now, but I, I can remember when I was at home and everything was safe. And I just wonder what it was they were remembering about Zion. They, were, they, they sat around, they were remembering Zion. What were they reminiscing about? Maybe they were remembering the dedication day of the temple. You know, the, yeah, when the, when the glory of God came down and fill the house. I don't know what they were thinking, what it was they were remembering. Maybe they were reflecting on some of the great victories that the Lord had carried them through, the battle of Jericho. Maybe they were thinking about that. I don't know what they were thinking about. Maybe they sat around thinking about the glory days when they were on top of the world, the apple of God's eye, and, and, and when they were known as the champions. But the problem was not their reminiscing. Thank God for a good memory. Yeah, 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 a good memory can make you feel better. But, but, but the problem was not what they were thinking. The problem was their actions. Look at what they did. They sat down in the midst of trouble. Are y'all hearing me? They sat down. Not they prayed. They sat down. Not they Broke out and praised God. No, they sat down. They, 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 yeah, not, not they, they sit around and came up with a plan. No, they sat down. They, they were in what they thought was a hopeless situation. And although they remembered some things, they have forgotten who it was that they served. They had obviously forgot the promise of God. Remember the promise of God, Isaiah 43, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I'll be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. So they forgot about all of that. 
and just sat down. They sat down. Sitting down speaks of inactivity and hopelessness. Drowning in self-pity and yeah, yeah, and yeah. When you sat down, it, it signifies that you don't even have a mind to try to make you, make things better. Yeah, they, they, they are not like these four leprous men in, in 2 Kings 7. They, they put them outside the wall to die, but they, they, wouldn't, they, they wouldn't sit around and just die. You remember them four men? They say, look, why sit we here and die? Y'all hear me? That's what they say. Why, why sit we here and die? They concluded, they concluded we may die, but bless God, we're going to get up and try something. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, y'all hear me? We're going to go down, we're going to go down trying. But these people just sat down. Not only did they sat down, they cried. They wept. And brothers and sisters, I really can't be too hard on them for crying. Sometimes crying is therapeutic. I'm trying to help somebody here. Sometimes yeah, a good cry, you ever, you ever hear that term? A good cry? Yeah, it, it seemed like a contradiction of terms. Psalm 142 said, God hears the cries of his people. Most disturbing line here in this text is they hang their harps in the midst of the willow trees. See, these people are known musicians. They had the ability. and It was more than a musical ability. God had blessed them in the area of music. The very name Judah means praise. You remember, you, you remember, if you think about it, do you remember David used to play his harp? And he calmed down evil spirits that were bothering the king. Jehoshaphat put the singers in front. Are y'all hearing me? And victory came because they knew how to praise God. But look at here, look at here. They took the very weapons that God had given them to fight their battles. They took those very weapons and hung them up in the willow tree. God has given them what they need to make it through. God has given them what they need to face trials, but rather than use what God gave them, they hung them up in the trees. Could it be, my brothers and sisters, that we are suffering now and we are struggling through stuff now because we've gotten too far away from what God has given us to make it out? Y'all hear me? Could it be that we're struggling with stuff because we have gotten too far away from praising God? They were noted for their musical ability. That's why their enemies, their captors, that's why they, they were noted for that stuff. That's why the enemies came to them. Even the enemies had sense enough to know y'all got something that we ain't got. The enemies came to them. Read the text. Read the text. They came to them requiring of them a song. Sing us one of them songs. That's what, that's what they were doing. The enemies, the folk who had them in captivity, they were coming to them saying, we, we have heard y'all. There's something powerful about your praise. There's something powerful about your singing. So even their enemies come to them saying, sing us 
one of the sons of Zion. But look at how they responded. How? Shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Y'all hearing this? Here they are in a crisis situation. Their world has fallen apart and they feel like praise and worship is out of order. But my brothers and my sisters, I'm coming to a close when I tell you that I don't know of any such place where praise is out of order. I, 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 I want to close as I tell you, I, I, I've been in some rough spots. I've been in some tough places, but I don't know of a place where praising God is out of order. I, I just believe that praise is always in order. Oh, y'all hear me? As a matter of fact, I believe, my brothers and sisters, I believe that they missed an awesome opportunity. See, my brothers and sisters, my, my, my praise is not dictated by my circumstances. Somebody ought to say amen. I say my praise is not dictated by my circumstances. Don't get it twisted. Don't, yeah, 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 don't let my singing throw you off now. Y'all, don't let me, my singing throw you off. When you hear me singing, I'm not singing because everything is going my way. Y'all, don't let my singing throw you off. I'm not singing because I feel good every day. I'm not singing because I don't have some dark days. I'm not singing because I don't have some sleepless nights. Let me tell you why I sing. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. I sing because his eye is on the sparrow. Y'all ain't hear me. I sing because his eye is on the sparrow. And I know if he's watching the sparrow, I know, yes, that he watches me. You see, I sing because his eye is on the sparrow. And I know that these are the same eyes that are watching over me. Are y'all hearing me? These are the same eyes that watch his only begotten son come to a sinful world. These are the same eyes that watch him pick up my cross and put it on his shoulder. These are the same eyes that watch him die on an old rugged cross. These are the same eyes that watch him buried in a barred tomb. But I thank God that that's not the end of the story. Because early in the Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. Yes, yes, I'm glad that I know how to sing in the midst of troubles. I know how to sing in the midst of trials. I know how to sing. Y'all ain't hearing me. I just believe that somebody should have had a song on their hearts. I just believe 
Father, that somebody should have lifted their voice and said, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know if thou withdraw thyself from me. Where shall I go? I just believe that somebody should have been able to sing through many dangers, toils and snares. I have already come. Grace, grace that brought us, saved us for Yes, and grace will lead me on if it had I believe I could have sung like a ship that's tossed and driven, battered by an angry sea. When the storm of life is raging and the fury falls on me, I wonder what I have done that makes my race so hard to run. But then I say, to my soul, don't worry, because the Lord will, the Lord will, oh, yes, the Lord will, yes, he'll make a way, he'll make a way something, wonder if I got a witness up in here, wonder if I got a witness up in here, the Lord will, Yes, he'll make a waste. You want to know how I make it? Day in and day out, watching all this craziness going on in the world. Folks shooting up folks. Man at the top who seems to be out of his mind. You know how I make it. I just keep on humming, the Lord will make a way. The Lord will make a way somehow. I just believe it. I believe it. Like a ship that's tossed and driven, battered by an angry sea. The storm of life is raging, oh, and the fury falls on me. Oh, I wonder what I have done. Oh, that makes my race so hard to run. Oh, then I say. So don't worry 
God is clear. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you're unsaved today, if you don't know him, have not accepted him, I would invite you now. Now is your opportunity. We are in a strange place. But today, you, you can put your life in his hands. If you're here, unsaved, come. He'll put a song on your heart. You're unsaved, you ought to come. You don't have a church covering. You ought to be moving. There's a sweet relief in knowing, yes, the Lord will make a way somehow. Somebody's on the border. Just in the event that somebody is pondering right now, I believe in the power of prayer. If you're here now and you feel that tugging, that's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit trying to move you. And the people of God are praying for you right now. So, right now. While the blood is running warm in your veins, if I were you, I'd move now. I wouldn't put it off any longer. People of God praying now. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen invite you now to the altar prayer time let, let me just invite you now to come with your prayer concerns I declare he hears and he answers prayer you hear there's a garden where Jesus is waiting as a place that is wondrously fair glows with the light of his presence it's the beautiful garden of prayer 